0: This is Vixen John, creator of Minute Made New York, and you're listening to Minutes Heard. This episode of Minutes Heard will introduce you to Taki Bond, owner of What's the Move NYC, an app that introduces its users to different events happening throughout New York City. I actually met Taki through Twitter, And from there, I had the opportunity to capture him as he hosted his series and the different installments that he's had throughout the past couple of months. We sit down and discuss how we started the app, how we reached a major milestone with his brand, as well as the nuances of technology and social media in today's age. So sit back and take a listen. It takes a lot to be out. Yo, it does. Yeah. No, because it's funny. um, You know, I... (laughs) People call me Mixy Mixy, which, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to spend that shit to my positive, but <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> like, people think I'm always out and about, it's like, nah, it's not even like that. It's like, I say that I, I think I'm making up for what I missed out in high school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I was not out and about like that in high school. High right. school, right. I was like, pretty much, not really secluded, but like, you know, kind of sheltered in a way. It's like, mm-hmm. I, if you do go well, out, obviously, parents gotta know where you're going. Like, for example, like, I wasn't, like, the cool kids going out to, like, Empire Skate Rink or mm-hmm. some shit, you know what I mean? I'm from Brooklyn, so I wasn't, like, one of those kids where it's was like, yo, this is supposed to be yeah. at, this is, like, the clubs and whatever. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> i <I'm laughs> like, this one out. <laughs> right. If it's not the cousin's house or some other place that's familiar, then I am I'm not there. I am. <laughs> Unless it's, like, a special scenario. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, really going out, like, back then was a thing, but now, like, obviously I'm older, blah, blah, blah. Which I guess for most people is like the case. Like you could be out anywhere, but mm-hmm. you could only be so much places. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You need, a, you need a clone
1: to do everything, right? You need a clone, and you need unlimited energy to do everything. But yeah, because like you said, it has so much more to going out than just going. It's right. the you gotta pay, right? Then uh, you gotta you gotta take train If you don't drive, you taking you gotta transport yourself there. Death. Um. On top of that, now you you. Not everybody in the mix is, is is a positive person to be around. So now you're brushing your shoulders right. with all types of people who you probably don't need to be in the same room with. Like, you don't need to be around this energy. That, that yeah. person, it's, it's so much more that goes into it. And but then,
0: I, yeah, also it's the purpose of it, too. It's like, right, right. like reason, are, your reason. Or you going out for entertainment. Or right. going out to network. Yeah. Or going out to, like, link. Or link at Bells. Mm-hmm. Quote, unquote. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> there's so much purposes. And it's it's gets hard when you're, like, going out all the time and guts mumbles. Because mm-hmm. it's like, yo, I'm Going out to entertain myself or for a good time, mm-hmm. but I can also network too, depending on the situation too. You know right. what I'm I might meet somebody that you know. what I'm saying, mad cool, and then be connected, da da da. So, I mean, being everywhere, like I think the other day, um, me and my homegirl, we had like a joint birthday party. Okay. And somehow, somehow, some way, I don't know how, because I know when I sh- share stuff on social media, it's only to a limited audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So somehow, some socialite, quote unquote, I don't even know these people still exist some yeah, they socialite do. dude like they, they do. came through and was like yo I know A, B, and C or whatever and at that point I wasn't really thinking anything of it because I didn't know the person so I right. was like i right, take you for a up." somehow you found out you're here for somebody yeah. Right. but then come to find out my homegirl who he said that he was there for she was like no I don't know him it was like well if you don't know him and I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> How the fuck did this guy get here? Right. So that was like a big alarm. It was just like, he was like, yo, I'm just like a socialite. I'd just be going places. like, all right, but well, what is your goal? Right. Like, what is the purpose of it?
1: I've never understood the socialite thing. But then, I, you know what it is? Remember when Paris Hilton and all of them were out? And they, mm-hmm. like, that was the first time I ever heard the word socialite, when they referred right. to Paris Hilton or, um, what was her friend, Nicole Richie, Nicole people like that. Socialites are still around. They've always been around. Just now we call them influencers. Right, right, right. Now I said going they were like the first influencers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's just like you got a bunch of people who don't really do anything. They're just on social media. Right. And they go to these places because this is where the hot spot is. And if I'm in this hot spot, I'm hot. Right. So you can't tell me any different. I'm, You know, I'm that person. But it's like if you – like you were saying, if you don't have a purpose, if you're not going to network or you're not actually linking up with people or you're right. not – Going with the, uh, uh, you know, with
0: angle. But even even as an influencer, most of these people are getting paid to be places. You know what I'm saying? You'd be surprised. It's not a lot of people are getting paid to be influencers. It you like it's really it depends on the purpose. It depends if on it's the saying, purpose, right? Like it's if the if criteria. If you're getting paid to be there, if if to be there, there that's different. Right? Right? If you're not getting paid to be there, you're just showing up for the sake of clout or whatever. That shit's not right. That shit works. But then at some point, you're getting something out of it. Yeah. Like people are endorsing you. That leads to something. Maybe the venue might be. Opportunities, like, if anything. Like you, you're you, pulling people. Come, like, yeah. Like you're posting about the venue, for example, then you're pulling mad people to come. Right. So there's some type of. Um, there's some type of. What you call it? Conversion there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't gotta get paid, but it's Like, yo, I'm gonna be here tonight. Come through. Mm-hmm. Now you got like 100 people coming to this club. Oh, club recognizes Oh. You got some pull. You pulling the people. Right. Let's see how we can make a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
1: It's all about um that that too, like opportunities. That's that's a plus side, I guess. of be, trying to be in every room. Like people get familiar with your face, mm-hmm. and then they connected. They connect the dots as far as all right. Every time I'm in a dope room, this person's in a dope room, right. so they must be dope. And mm-hmm. now it's like, yo, bro, you wanna. Do this and it's like yeah sure I'll do that and it's, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever I never did this before but right. now, we have no experience I no experience expensive. doing any of this but whatever right. you feel like I'm you know worthy of this opportunity cool I'm gonna take it yeah and I can't yeah. knock that you know, you, you know we're not be we talking about it. it's like I can't knock that okay. I mean this
0: this is somewhat of a skill to it yeah the it, like, is it. personally you know what I mean like if if you have the ability to draw a crowd based on your influence your uh-huh. stature or whatever the case may be if you like, generally built towards that, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, that's a skill there. You I'm know saying? Yeah. I don't know what the term for it is. I mean, I don't know. Social communication or social mm. reach, in a sense. I mean, that's a, that's a stretch, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely trying to make a stretch. You know I who's mean, good at that? I'm sorry to cut you off. You yeah, know no. who's
1: really good at that? Mouse. Yeah, Mouse. Mouse. Jones. Yeah. Like, when I first met Mouse, I didn't trust him.
0: Right, Mouse You remember I said? Yo, <laughs> but he, yo,
1: he's always been that type of person who, like, he'll put himself in a certain room, Talk to everybody he knows. He needs to talk to, and at the time, all he all he was doing was podcasting. Right. So he just put himself in. The, and he, it's crazy because he didn't talk about the podcast often. You know, he had it. They had it going on. They promoted it or whatever. But he'd be just be in the room and just connecting people, just connecting with people, meeting the right people. And then eventually, as years pass, people seeing his face over and over, opportunities, Great. opportunities, opportunities. Yeah. Now and,
0: and he he capitalized off of them as any, he should. And if anything, he probably maybe there was a strategy there maybe he, I believe there was a strategy maybe he realized that he had to be in the right places he yeah. in like every place mm-hmm. and I think some people get that confused Absolutely. you know what I'm saying it's like yo I gotta be everywhere it's like you have to be everywhere you don't gotta be everywhere like why is this event or why being here how is that beneficial to you mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying now you just want to show face right. you know there's no strategy here you're not like mixing with the right people in order to get to where you would ideally like Wanna to go. Yeah. you know what I'm saying you're just trying to be in the scene to be in the scene to be right. like oh yo that's that bro or that's that chick I'm just here <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's it. That's all you got. But all that to say, like, um, kind of just round it back. Like, yeah, so you you have this app, What's the Move NYC? Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, you've probably been on many platforms just talking about it and, and just talking about the history, but just to go through it again for, you know, this audience. Mm-hmm. So just talk about, you know, talk about the app, talk about how it got started, just the general information uh, there.
1: Gotcha. Uh, what's the Move NYC? Is a uh, so I, I'm calling it the social directory that lets people know about parties, events, happy hours, restaurants, uh, anything going on in the city. You can find out through what's the move. Um, it started off as just now it's an app, but it started off as just a brand where I was just sending out newsletters and I was just telling people about uh, stuff that was going on on the weekends. Uh, so I would piece together a newsletter that I had Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday sections, and throw up like what, like six, seven events under each one. And people liked it. People gravitated towards it. People were asking me for more. And then eventually, you know, as, you, as I grew, as the brand grew, we took on more days. So now I'm sending newsletters out for Monday. Then I'm sending newsletters out for Tuesday. And it just keeps growing growing. And then eventually we had to uh, expand a little bit more and develop the website. So this is like i want to say 2016 2017. Mm. um so the website was was out we launched the website it was dope i loved it everybody else loved it and then slowly but surely i noticed like the numbers were going down i'm like what the hell is going on but i had to be realistic it's 2016 2017 nobody's really going to websites you know what i mean everything is done directly from your phone on an app and i said to myself shit, we need an app I'm lying. Before we did that, matter of fact, it was social media. As I said since everybody's on social media, we are just gonna keep bombing on social media. Like we're gonna post hundreds of events a week and we gonna you know everybody's gonna be able to find it. It's easy to find. But just through learning business and learning about the tech industry, having your own platform is so important. And I think it got it really, really hit me when I realized how important it was. This was after I made the app I got suspended from Twitter. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. I got suspended for Twitter for like a good three months, and while that happened, the app was already the app was already out, so I didn't really care. Like I was like, all right, well, I, whenever they decide to let me out of Twitter jail, I'll be okay. But I already have my own platform. Mm-hmm. I already have my own app for people to go to, so I didn't really care too much that my Twitter page was inactive or anything like that. Plus, I had to what's the to move Twitter, so I'm. Pushing things like that, pushing things directly to my brand, sending my traffic directly to my my uh my brand. Um, but then you, when you realize how important it is to have your own platform that nobody can take away but you, changes the game. It changes the way you look at social media. Like now, I, I don't even tweet as much as I used to. I don't even post on Instagram as much as I used to because I feel like my energy needs to go towards my my platform.
0: Right. So yeah, Um.
1: But yeah, what's the and then, you know what's the move has just been. Growing and growing and growing. We just hit the ten thousand download mark. Definitely on that. Thank you, thank you. And that that was like a real, uh, that was like a real stamp for me. Like, damn, like I'm in this tech industry. I'm here. I'm really here. You can't tell me nothing. You have been pushing this ten k for. It's like ten k, ten k.
0: Roll to ten k is like this guy's committed. But I mean, mm-hmm. at, at some point, obviously you're eventually gonna get there. So mm-hmm. it wasn't gonna be awesome. All right, well, ten k or nothing. And it's like, oh, we didn't make it. All right, well, well, next year, next right? You know, right. Like you
1: and got to make it though. Exactly. But it's wow. it's so crazy you say that because as soon as we hit ten k, I'm already sitting there like, all right, twenty k by the end of the year. Yeah, I think we could do that. So it's like, yo, you just it. it, it It's just a great, it's one, it's just a great feeling knowing that something you created 10,000 people like, enough to download onto their phone. That's a dope feeling in its own. But then it's also, as dope of a landmark number as 10,000 is, it's only 10,000. Right, just the beginning. It's just the beginning. So it's like, I got excited all over again because of the opportunity and the room for growth. Mm -hmm. So now I'm sitting here like, damn, 10,000, we can hit 20K, 20k, right. man, we're gonna hit 30. And we're just gonna keep on, you can keep on going. And that's the, that is like a beautiful feeling, man. It feels great. Right. But you have to
0: celebrate the milestones. Oh, absolutely. You know I mean, I mean absolutely. because, you know, uh, from the outside, from the, I guess, the larger tech realm, mm-hmm. you'll know, be like, oh, 10k. Oh, yeah, 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 Okay, cool. That's like 10 delos, right? Yeah, I mean, right. But for you, you know, especially considering that the evolution of this app came from just like a newsletter. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like following the advances of technology from where you started, when? Like, when did you start, like, the the newsletter? Like, talking about, like, the inception of, like, I... What's the move? 2015.
1: This is year five. In May, it'll be, like, officially five years.
0: Right. So, think about 2015 to to 2020, Mm right? Like, like, in 2015, think about what you were doing. You know what I'm saying? Just in the sense of, like, being active, being all over the place, and especially with social media being what it was, like, 2015, what was social media like?
1: 2015. Um, it's like I feel like this was 2015, like, 2015. 2015 is when it started getting scary in these Twitter streets. That's when it like <laughs> That's when it was kinda like You know what's funny? I
0: actually started this series in 2015. Oh yeah? Yeah. I Two, started this yo, in 2015. That was a good year. And the thing is, oh, so okay, my relationship with Twitter specifically is very, very funny. I I was around I still like I was on Twitter when it like pretty much first started. Mm-hmm. I was on Twitter for a good bit. I was tweeting. And this was the tweeting bullshit days. Where it was just like, oh, Twitter, new platform. Oh, right, nine. Right, right. I'm just going to tweet whatever comes to mind. Uh-huh. That's what everybody was doing. And they didn't care either. Right, Twitter right. didn't care. <laughs> nobody nobody they cared. It was new shit. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like, obviously, you got Facebook and Instagram wasn't like, popping like that yet. Yeah, but it was just like, all right, you got this new platform where it's like 140 characters. Tweet whatever you want. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So people are just going crazy. Right. Right. There's no regulations. There's no rules. You know what I'm saying? So I was <laughs> around... That that inception. You know yeah, what I'm me saying? too. Yeah. And then after a while, um, because I don't have that much followers on it, but yeah. I know like people personally that are on there. I'm just you know I'm really right. on there for them. There was a point where I kind of fell off of Twitter. I think Tumblr came around and I got mm-hmm. more called Tumblr. And then all the other and then Instagram came. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? So there was a time where I was like off Twitter. Like I was to the point where I was posting content on Facebook and then just link. I was linking, linking it to it Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so. That auto post is a lifesaver. <laughs> right, right. <The> auto <laughs> post is a lifesaver, but this. Like if you go through my timeline, cause I got like fourteen thousand tweets or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's like a huge chunk of that, in like years, It's just like big gap between them. Not even gaps, but it's like this is a huge chunk of tweets that are just like retweets or like on uh-huh. or like you know it goes from like Facebook to Twitter or some shit, uh-huh, I get you. or like Tumblr mm-hmm. to Twitter or whatever. And it was just like a whole chunk of that where I was just like not actively on there. You know what I'm saying, like tweeting to people, or whatever. So, um, but then recently, just with the rise of I guess news and how everything has been going. I've become more like I knew about what to move before I knew about you oh, that's dope. You know what I'm saying so like um kind of me re-emerging back on Twitter because at some point Tumblr was kind of like declining mm-hmm. like Instagram was cool but then you know most people were going to Twitter still for like news and other things like that and then I just decided personally I was like all right well I don't really use Facebook that much mm-hmm. I think that's what it was I wasn't using Facebook as much anymore <laughs> it's like all right well I got this Twitter just back on Twitter. You Let's know what's Twitter. so funny? It's yeah. you up, bro. No, no, it
1: was It was around that time, 2009. I was like my freshman year in college. <laughs> and um, I was heavy on Facebook. At the time, you know, we were heavy on Facebook. Then I started getting into it with my family. Like, they were like, oh, we don't like the stuff you posted. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm taking my talents elsewhere. I'm going to, I'm going to another platform that y'all don't have so I can talk my shit and
0: nobody can tell me nothing. And that's Twitter for me. And that's Twitter. Right. That's need, Twitter. For me, I needed that one platform. It's like, yo, let me just talk my shit. I don't need nobody I don't need nobody commenting. Yeah, I don't need nobody like, oh well, you, this is what you just posted. What's so about? Ugh. To
1: answer your question, around 2014, 2015, that's when Twitter started to get a little, all right, y'all are y'all a walling, y'all gotta have right, to settle right, down, right. y'all gotta <laughs> have to stop all this. And that's when people, I guess. 2015 is around the time people started caring about what they were leaving on the internet. They, were, they care about that, that footprint that they were leaving, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, and it's important because jobs go back and look at that, and one day your kids are going to go back and look at the stuff you were talking about, and it's just anybody. You go back and look at that, and I think around 2015, that's when social media kind of took a turn for, I'd say, the better. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's a I think social media being cleaner and getting rid of the the, the stuff that we was talking about back yeah, in, yeah, getting yeah. getting rid of that stuff and putting a cap on some of that stuff changed you know the trajectory because imagine if Twitter never put that cap
0: right
1: it I means the wild wild west now but yeah. it would have
0: been even worse it would have been media, medieval times right, right. on Twitter especially but, with now the different like so like entities like like in the beginning like you had brands that were on there but they didn't, I don't think they understood how to activate Twitter for their means. Right, right, right. Like, like, as time went on. I think what it was, it's kind of like like, think about the country, think about the US, mm-hmm. and how, you know, we had different times where we had like the migration to the south, and then the migrations to the north. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what kind of social media was back then. It's like people were migrating to different platforms, interesting, were, another, like interesting, fitting, interesting. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And a point yeah. where it's like, all right, everybody's in Facebook, everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like when Facebook started, it was man, exciting, it was new, mm-hmm. especially like- MySpace, I, they I got, you, know, other, MySpace yep. you know what I'm saying? Like those were the, the social media platforms all the time, mm-hmm. and especially, um, for our generation, jumping into it when they were just getting started, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was like mad exciting, you know what I'm saying? And so with all those social media platforms, you were there for a while. And then after after a while, there's like a saturation rate, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because now there's different generations of people getting on these platforms. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all right, you have to filter like different content. And people are like following depending on what they're posting. is like you have to with it or not. And then it's like, all right, I'm not feeling this anymore. Let me move to something else. Mm-hmm. That's something that I can relate to. So now we have people migrating to different platforms like a Tumblr, like a Twitter, like a Instagram, you know, right. when it came out, you know what I'm saying? Because people are always trying to find a fresh way to consume the concept that, consume the content that they already are used to, Like, you know mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, like, Instagram is, I mean, in a large sense, Instagram is, Instagram just started as pretty much a picture sharing app, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That was it, just share a picture, yeah, put a little bullshit. comment, people talk, 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 like, I remember when I first got on Instagram, I was posting bullshit, same. I was treating Instagram like Twitter. Yeah, it just like, same. I a random picture. <laughs> just that random animals. stuff
1: that had, like, it didn't match, it didn't go with right, an image right. or anything. It was just, I remember one of my oldest uh, pictures on Instagram was a picture of my PlayStation controller.
0: I posted a, a bottle of Heineken.
1: You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Something like that. Because at that time, too, that's when, like, like it was that artsy time where everybody yeah, started that yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like the artsy boom where everybody started realizing oh shit we could be creatives and we and could do work. cool things and, and take filters, filters, and filters and be a, <laughs> <laughs> i could be a photographer like everything was art like you look at this the remote on the table be like i could take right, a picture right, of this perfect. from an angle put a put a filter on it and it's art yeah definitely. and that was it that was
0: an exciting time right it definitely it was, was an exciting people, time. people were getting creative with it and mm-hmm. stuff like that and it didn't have to mean anything yeah it was just the fact that all right this is a platform where people could get into that mindset and roll it out that way. Right. I think Instagram was intentionally. It was heavy. Right. I, I think so too. Yeah, it was. It was supposed to be like an artistic type feel, or whatever. People kind of outside of just posting what they wanted to, but mm-hmm. they can have a creative twist to what they're posting. Right? right. And then obviously Instagram, you know, rolled out more stuff and more features, and now it's it's all a piece of its own, but it still has its function. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think especially when it came to Twitter, it was like Twitter had its time where it's like, you know, it was very wild, then it mm-hmm. got tame, and then more entities. Started joining Twitter, like, the news and brands and all that stuff. Yeah. Thing. So, now, Twitter, right now, is, like, an ecosystem that, that yeah, wasn't true. like that in the beginning. In the beginning, it was just, like, person to person. It's like, yo, I'm connecting with my friend online. It's so crazy. Twitter I remember person. when it started getting powerful, too. Like, mm. remember,
1: like, after a while, you just see all these, like, TV, like, it'd be, like, a TV special mm-hmm. or a live, or like, a live special or something. They'd be like, go ahead and tweet us your your favorite tweets using this yeah. hashtag. And yeah, yeah. people was like, damn, they, they, they using Twitter, too? And then, like... I think it was from that era, like, that may be, like, what, 20, 2010, 2011, mm-hmm. 2012, like, around, that's around people, like, companies and stuff, I think, started really using Twitter, but then everybody saw how powerful it was, right. and how fast you can, you know, it share information,
0: it was the speed. And, that, and that's what put Twitter aside from, like, Facebook and other things, right. because because, at least for me, right. I knew that once breaking news happened, I went straight to Twitter. Yeah. And I think everybody was realizing that shift of, like, instant news. Like, Facebook was like, you have the Facebook feed, is like, if something happened, oh, okay. You had to wait for them to piece just, it together. Wait right, right for the, the articles. articles or, yeah. Depending on whatever, or depending on who you're following, on to mm-hmm. wait for them to post. Twitter was like, right now, right there, right then. You could tweet, you could do all that stuff, hashtags and all that but stuff. You, and you know when, I think Twitter's, like,
1: boom boom was when like people really started realizing how fast information moves when Trayvon Martin got shot,
0: mm, mm. got
1: murdered. <laughs> when yeah, Trayvon yeah. Martin got murdered, that, I think that's when like, that's when people really stopped for a minute and realized the power of Twitter. Like, because right. they were going to sweep that case under the rug. Mm-hmm. They were going to sweep that under the rug until people on Twitter were hashtagging his name, posting his picture, talking about it. And they were like, damn, we can't ignore this. Right. It's, too, it's way too many people talking about this for us to not talk about it on the news. Yeah. So it just
0: and that's, and that's when that's when the platform started to get get life. Exactly. Cause it wasn't just people just tweeting at each other. And we started like, being more more
1: there? uh you know more cautious about the things that we talk about. We started talking about things with purpose. Now we we had, you know uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? We had like we, I can't think of the word, but like we had like, meaning. Like we not just attention, but we had purpose. Really, purpose, we yeah. had purpose. We were in, more intentional with the stuff that we were posting mm-hmm. because we, I guess, we kind of slowly understood the power. I I think to this day people are still learning and understanding the power of Twitter.
0: Right. But um, well, that was probably the first time, to your point, that. Twitter was bringing people together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, like with Facebook, that was instant. It's like, all right, you connect with your friends. Connect you people, people already you already it, knew. Right, you connect with people you already knew and mm-hmm. then that will lead to connecting to more people. Mm-hmm. Twitter didn't have that power yet. Right. It was just people joining the app. It's like, oh, okay. Random. Juice. You know, my friends on here. We're going to tweet some bullshit. But this was the, well, I think instances, instances like that was the first time you know, especially with the hashtags or whatever, mm-hmm. you were connecting different people from all over, mm-hmm. from one common thing, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it all became collective at that point.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you connect to people, like we're in New York, you connect to people in, in Seattle, Washington, mm-hmm. because y'all got the same thing in common. Whatever the issue is, whatever the, the hot topic is, y'all could connect off of that. And now you got a friend in Washington. Word. And you can't do that too much with Facebook because you got to go yeah. through. Do you know this person? Right, right, you right. have to. Li- you have to be a friend with somebody who's friends with this person. You have to go to the same college as them, and it's like yeah. it, Facebook really kind of kept you, it, you know, within a loop. It kept you within a certain loop. Yeah, exactly. Twitter allows you to jump into so many different loops and be a part of this and that and this. Yeah. And it was just amazing.
0: You're not trying to have no strangers on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. Right. I don't want no strangers <laughs> on my Facebook. <laughs> I don't want
1: no. There's <laughs> so many people I met along the years that I, I like. Yo, you're I, you're a great friend to me. Still not accepting you on Facebook. Exactly. Man, no, it's not the personal. It's just this is a different entity. It's a it's different a, type of yeah. vibe on, on Facebook. It's a yeah. different type of uh, type of content that I post mm-hmm. on Facebook. I'm a lot more personal on Facebook than I am yeah. on Twitter or any other platform.
0: But yeah, I mean, with with each social platform, you're definitely intentional about how you use it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You like, use each one differently. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I think with the ecosystem of how people like, navigate towards these different platforms, I think it kind of became that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it, there was a point where it was like, all right, you could connect all these apps together. And mm-hmm. whatever you post on Facebook could, like, link to Twitter, I could link to whatever. But then it's was just like, all right, well, what's the point of, like, posting cross-platform where it's just the same shit? Yeah. People were getting bored, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it was like, all right, look, I'm using my Facebook for personal stuff, yeah. whatever. I'm using my Twitter for all the connecting, networking bullshit. That i Instagram for, you know, the marketing and visuals and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And people n- realized how these different platforms worked, not together, like they, individually. Right? How individually not, they were more powerful yeah. than working together. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So you know, yeah, social media definitely evolved within these past five years. Yeah, actually Between too. your app and between even just the way people receive the series, like with video and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like when I started the series, um, on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Instagram only had that, like, 15 second um, limit. that 15 second recording. And I remember when Instagram first integrated videos, like, oh shit, 15 seconds is crazy. Oh shit, I remember that. Right. And yeah, it was just that long ago. <laughs> for me, like the first video I took when Instagram got video was like, I was in the subway and I made some like, weird little shit. It didn't even mean anything. Right. It's like, yo. Like, I got video. Like, like got I got it. Now. We We lit. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. And and as it evolved, you know what I'm saying, especially with the series as a minute long video, you know what I mean? So in the beginning, I could only post like 15 second clips. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, all right, well, I know Instagram is a platform that can utilize something like this. How do I do it? It was like, all right, I just got to carve out like the most important soundbite in this Mm -hmm. 15-second clip. So when people watch it, you know what I'm saying, and follow the account, they'll be like, all right, this is the gist of it. And then I have to redirect people to either like YouTube or at that point I had the site, like the website on Tumblr. Mm -hmm. So it was like, all right, well, you got to watch the 15 seconds here, but if you want to watch the full minute, go on Tumblr and watch the full video. And that was just a lot, you know what I'm saying? But then when they rolled out the minute feature for, for videos, it was just like, oh, shit. All right, I can house everything here. Yeah, I got have, have a to, whole like, commercial re- right here. Right. I, don't have, I don't have to redirect everything. And now with IGTV, which at first I wasn't really on board with. It was just like, Same. Mm-hmm. I wasn't at first. But then as I started, um, somebody
1: actually sent me a video on IGTV. And you know how you just get lost in the, in the wormhole yeah. of what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's called the Brow Space. It's called the Brow Space. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yo, yeah. son, I, I, somebody sent me that video. I watched that one video and another one popped up and then another one popped up and i was like damn damn they're on youtube yeah. I'm, I'm but it then i started like going to the explore page on mm-hmm. igtv and it's amazing right igtv is such a dope platform
0: yeah but see what you said about youtube keep in mind youtube was youtube it's still the shit but in the sense mm-hmm. of how we're consuming content Straight to YouTube. Like back yeah. in the day, you go straight, straight to YouTube. To YouTube. Yo, you seen that YouTube video? You seen that YouTube video? You and you send in
1: the links to YouTube more. Exactly. But now, I, it's crazy you say that, I, I do get a lot more Instagram links. Right. Not, not more than YouTube, but I do get right. way more Instagram TV links to, to people's content.
0: But you, can, but you probably just see the shift yourself, where you see yourself shifting to watch probably an IGTV video more than like, go on YouTube mm-hmm. to watch something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like That shift, because I mean, I started off on of YouTube, but me personally, I used to create content, like sketch comedy and shit. That mm-hmm. like, was all on YouTube. I was trying to be a YouTube superstar. She didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I'm here. But no, nah, I mean, you know, YouTube was that platform back then. And YouTube definitely evolved throughout the years as well, even in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. But then when Instagram integrated like the videos and stuff like that, people were getting more creative. And once again, it's just that migration. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, people were migrating to like, either new platforms and different platforms because they realized that's where audiences were shifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind
1: of like now with the... Uh, Honestly, like maybe like two years ago, I didn't see social media growing anymore. I didn't see any other platforms make, making it as hot as Twitter or like growing to be as big. But then we had our Snapchats and mm-hmm. then now we got TikTok. Right, right, right. Um, what's the other one that the kids really like? I forgot the
0: name of it. I thought TikTok was a No, nah, it's another one. It's another one? I work, I work with kids. No, so no. Like I mean, they, they used to have, they usually they usually telling be telling on the couch. Yeah, yeah, All they know is Snapchat and TikTok. They
1: got, it's another one. I can't remember what it's called. But
0: um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Thriller, a tr uh thriller. Oh, thriller. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought Triller was out already.
1: Nah, they, people,
0: Kids love it. No, no. I know Triller was out, but I thought Triller was um because I knew there was. Oh, like, you Triller. mean out like um. No, because I thought thriller was like similar to like musically, which was similar. Something. to... Something. Like, yes, yeah, it's, it's very, very very
1: similar to that. But like um, again, like I didn't realize how many people use those other platforms right. until recently. Honestly. honestly, like maybe like last year. I didn't realize they were so big. Like Snapchat, for example, I, I, in my mind, I'm thinking, all right, well, I don't use Snapchat no I was on Snapchat and I was like, yo,
0: it's not for me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was on Snapchat, my no I lie. Excited. I,
0: tried, I it. tried to.
1: I was on Snapchat for like a month and then I'm just like, you know what? This ain't for me. This ain't the way like it. this ain't it. And then as soon as Instagram, but as soon as Instagram stole basically Snapchat, I was yeah. like, yo, this is it, son. Yeah. This is hot. Exactly. But it's like, it was, it was basically Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But yeah, it just makes me think, like, how many other uh, platforms and social media platforms are gonna come out, yeah. and we're gonna either, you know, get used to it and use it, right. or we're just gonna push it to the side. Yeah. But somebody's gonna use it. Like, TikTok
0: kids love oh, TikTok. It. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. Right. I mean, it's the Vine effect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, Vine yeah. Is, like, Vine, Vine it. Yeah. Right, exactly. People mm-hmm. move to Vine. And yeah. Of, like, content creators from, like, originate from Vine, and now they bounce to, like... Instagram or whatever yeah. it may be. So, once again, is that migration of different platforms. Like, Vine was a shit. Vine was shit at the point. That sparked a lot of people, like, on Instagram right now mm-hmm. that do a lot of videos. Sparked a lot of YouTubers or whatever. YouTubers n- navigated to Vine to make content, and then they navigated. It. Like, it's just yeah. a whole bunch of bouncing and shifting around. You know what I'm saying? They just... People are just utilizing, you know, a, a
1: little piece from each. Mm-hmm. And then you can create so much with it with, right. with just doing that. And then the creativity alone draws the audience. Yeah. saying so
0: as a person as a personality, you already have your audience. Yeah. And then the creativity that you put on those platforms and cater and how you cater to those platforms is drawing more people mm-hmm. individually. So now you're just like pooling you're in. It's gonna keep growing. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. now your that audience is gonna follow you wherever you go. True. Because now you've gained their trust True. through those platforms that That's how a
1: lot of people started getting like, like really popping as Facebooks and Twitters because a lot of people. Well, I'm gonna say Facebook because a lot of people follow them from Myspace. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember mean, when Myspace was it. Oh, yeah. Facebook came out and everybody said, "All right, I'm right. done with Myspace." They, you know, like, people used to change the um, the name of their page. <laughs> they were like, "I'm done with this. Add me on Facebook." Right, right, right. And yeah. then that that be that they wash their hands with Myspace. And then you know, same thing with Facebook. It'd go to the next one. The next one.
0: It's five, years ago. Yeah, not, five years is not that long as we it's not that long but we <laughs> sat
1: here and like went through so much right we just sat here and talked about so much that happened within the last five years and it doesn't five years like we said it does, it's not a long time but so much happened Duh. with this di- and especially with technology and the di- on the digital side mm. and it, we shit five years from now it's gonna be even more. We just gonna have to get. We just gonna have to get used to it. <laughs> yeah. But, to speak, but it.
0: speaking of tech, like let's go back because I know for you right now you're like in the tech industry mm-hmm. or whatever. So let's kind of go back to. Like when it, I, I I was I was always curious. Like, what was your first experience with technology? In regards of like, what what sparked your interest?
1: I think what sparked my interest was. Honestly, honestly, Nipsey Hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, when Nip started talking about technology and how it's the future and how everything we do is gonna be digital sooner or later, I like I, I didn't really pay much attention. And I'm a like Nip fanatic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've been listening to Nip for, for shit almost a decade now. Um, so when he started talking about it, I kind of paid it dust. I didn't really pay much mind to it. But then when I started to realize, oh, shit, like everything I'm doing is tech. <laughs> like I'm sitting here like we're making newsletters. We have a, I have a website. I have you know, now we have an app. I'm sitting here like, yo, I'm low key in the tech and I'm low key. I have a tech brand. I have a tech company. And um, I don't think it wasn't. Honestly, it wasn't until the app came out when I really said it to myself, like, Okay, I'm in the tech industry now. Right, I'm tech. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't really realize it, but then I started with everything that I did cuz I've done a lot. But with every every uh aspect of my career, I would stop and do as much research as possible and learn as much as I can about that one thing. And I'm still in the in the middle of, you know, learning everything I can about the tech industry. Yeah. So um, you know, at that time I'm doing all this research and I'm reading and I'm learning and I realized the how big of an issue diversity is in tech mm-hmm. i never thought about it i didn't think it was a thing i never thought about like i never thought that we'd be kept out of a certain industry or we, we'd have a hard time you know branching out in that industry i didn't think that was a problem i didn't think it, i didn't think that problem
0: existed well i mean right good it kind of goes back to um the first the first event that you had for black technology mm-hmm. um that was just, like, the general thing. You have the panel right. and stuff like that, and I was there to capture it, but, you know, just kind of just uh, the initial conversation about how the lack of diversity in tech mm-hmm. was an issue, and for I think for most people, considering our generation kind of, like, we grew up with the advent of, like, the internet, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, for us, it's like we've seen the evolution, and so we felt, I mean, at least for me, or I guess for some other people, we feel like, all right, we've been in tune with technology since the beginning so it's it's like like, in essence it's like yeah we know about tech we know about all these things but we didn't realize that we were just only the consumers not Mm -hmm. actually the creators right you know what i'm saying right the people behind it so now when it comes to the actual tech industry and how it evolved you know what i'm saying we it was kind of like a a separation of it was like a separation of um relations when it comes to tech Mm it's like all right we we've only known tech from consuming it right not you know being behind the council or whatever. Mm-hmm. so then it's no surprise that you know that type of there, there was no type of avenue that was fostering us you know what i'm saying growing up with tech to say like yo this is something that you could do
1: right you know? i've never i say all the time i had never met a software engineer growing up Definitely. never met a software engineer I, I never had any idea what coding was i just i knew hackers
0: well you know what there was there was a family friend of mine back in the day that um was a friend of my stepmom's um, at the time. She was working at Wall Street, and she knew a guy that was good at computers. Mm-hmm. I think that was just g- gist, just gist of it. Like he was just, just good at computers. He was just, just good at computers, and right. you, back to me had like a PC Dell type uh-huh. shit. And he was just like every time my stepmom had issue with a computer, was like yo call dude. He came through to the house, fixed the shit, and that was it. That was probably like the only, funny enough, like wow. I'm talking about it, like like for me that was the only experience that I had with somebody that Was well versed with technology mm-hmm. in a sense, you know what I mean? Like, and the cable and, guy, that's about it, right? <laughs> you know what I'm like, probably the first hacking that we did was trying to get that illegal, shit. yeah, <laughs> the legal cable, shit. Lime like, wire. Like, that was word. it, word. we were like low key hacking back in the day, but it wasn't nothing that sparked our interest to say, like, right. yo, all right, yo, why am I on the other side? I love word. how you
1: said that, like, we were only on the consumer side of technology, like, mm. it was, it's been going on forever, like you say, I'm, I'm thinking back. As you're talking, I'm thinking back to my earliest time on a computer, and I'm like, I've literally been using computers since I was, like, five. Yeah. So it's like, I didn't even realize that all this time I had the tool for creating technology or creating a technology platform right in front of me. But like you said, it's because we were on the consumer side. Right. We didn't really know that we could be on the producer side and, right. and create something like that. Right. So it, it definitely the, the change of times and the change of the era. I would... I, um, Somebody tweeted like a, a thread, like a whole series of tweets, and they said something so profound, and I like, it, it stuck in my head. They were talking about how our generation, 90s babies, early 90s babies, we're like, we're like the golden generation mm-hmm. because we, have, we, we were close enough to the older generation to know how things operate without technology right. and understand hard work and morals and just respect <laughs> <laughs> something as simple as that. But we're smack dab in the middle to where now we know how to operate technology and we know how to get adjusted to new technology correct. So it's like we, we are literally think about it like this the older generation they can't really get in touch with all this new technology okay. and the new generation can't get in touch with the way things were done back in the day mm-hmm. They don't they have no idea that people show show respect they don't realize it. Yeah. So it's like we are the
0: perfect. We are the golden generation, right. the golden era of just life. Because we grew up in the advent of all these things. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, so we have, it's kind of like we pull from both sides. Exactly. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I don't think a lot of people consider the generational effects of tech. You know what I'm saying? And how we it how yeah. the first generation. That's Like exactly. For us, we can talk about, all right, yo... I was there when AOL CDs first came out. I was there with like the three dirty days into that. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm like, no kids know about dialogue? Oh, I just got old. Like, I just <laughs> felt old. You all my saying? age right then. For us, that that's that's our beginnings. Like yeah. for our parents, it's just like, yo, what do you know about going to the to the you know, the I don't know, what did you know about going to the post office? Right. Filling out like a what you know board. about typewriters, right, right, and, type all that stuff and all that stuff. And mind <laughs> you, I, I had a typewriter in my like I've witnessed all types of technology in my house. Like, yeah. Um, we used to have an electronic typewriter back in the day mm-hmm. like when my um, brother and sisters because they were born in 83 so mm-hmm. back in the day when they had to write a paper elect- electronic typewriter. typewriter they had to uh-huh. get the cartridge they had to buy the cartridge put it into the electronic typewriter yeah. you know what I'm saying you had like a little LED screen that would show you backspace and all that shit and yep. then type and then you have to show the paper and load the paper like I was I saw that you know what I'm saying I saw that back then and then even with cassettes and all that stuff like Walkman's you know what i'm saying and then as technology advanced like Walkmans could turn to like MPT players yeah mbt players turned into other things so you know i think for us once again we're in that little age where it's like we've seen different the phases of technology mm-hmm. advancing before our eyes mm-hmm. so by the time so we, we were only we were pretty much like i would say we were Early adapters, even before early adapters was like a term. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we were adapting to the changes of technology as we grew up. Yeah. So I think our generation is used to understanding that technology is constantly going to be changing. And right. that's why we're so excited to see new things come out. Because mm-hmm. we've been there from the beginning of very simple technology to now advancements. Right. You know what I'm saying? We went from electronic typewriters to like MacBooks. Yeah. You know what so Or MacBook Airs. And we understand that with the evolution of technology and tech and the industry itself. That things are just gonna become more and more and more. Right. Our parents can't necessarily right. benefit Their from that excitement like, because yeah. it's like, All right, look, I was born and there was nothing like a computer that right. was in my household or whatever. Like c- computer, when computers came out for them, you know what I'm saying? it was like, whoa, what the fuck is this? Like, if you yeah, had a like, computer in your house
1: exactly. in the in the sixties and in the seventies or some shit, right. you were like none like, like yo, you were rich. You, everyone was coming to you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They, like and you were like the few You were your house was the future house. Like exactly. you had a computer in your crib. <laughs> and that, like oh yo, you want to go to Taki house? Like, he got a he got a computer. Right, and then, right. and then you get there, it's just a big box with right. a with this black screen.
0: You make mad noise. <laughs> like, it just <laughs> make mad beeps. Man. Right, but and the screen only like, had green green lettering. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Like that. Actually, it was the future for, for people. Remember when
1: color TV... Well, we I, I yeah, don't remember yeah. that, but when color TV hit, mm-hmm. like, for, for our parents, uh, you know what I'm saying? They were... They couldn't believe it. Exactly. They were looking at it like fire, like, yes, uh, son! <laughs> color? You Ooh, color what? TV? <laughs> yeah, they couldn't believe it. Yeah. And so now we get into that point now where it's kind of not going to be a shock to any... New technology is not going to be a shock to anybody in the new generation. Because right. they expect it. Right. They expect it. I think we are kind of... Well, I think our generation is kind of weary of it. Like we, we take everything with a grain of salt, mm-hmm. not all the new technology coming out. We're like, right. let's grab onto that because we understand how unnecessary some of it is yeah. and we understand how to maneuver without it. Whereas the a later generation, like the kids that I work with, they've never they've never been without iPhones. Mm-hmm. They've never been alive when iPhones weren't out. So it's mm-hmm. like- and, and we
0: had the opportunity to see the ups and downs too. Yeah. Like for them it's like, they're born with the iPhone in the hands, so it's like, oh, iPhone's lit. You know what yep. I'm mean? saying? Like, Razor who? Like, Motorola right. what? They, like, didn't, they don't remember. <laughs> like, Nextel, huh? You know what I mean? There were like, so yeah.
1: many different phones you could choose from back yeah. in the day. Like, it wasn't just, let me get an iPhone, let me get a... Ra-. It was like, let me get the Nokia, the Razor, right. the Nextel, the... Mo-.
0: Poor them don't even know what a sidekick is. They miss the sidekicks. They, know. Know. Sidekick they miss sidekicks. Damn. They miss the... IPhone. I always say that
1: <laughs> if I could get a Sidekick 3, if I could find a working Sidekick 3 and a Nextel i735, like, I think it's i735, one of those...
0: I'm getting rid of my I'm getting rid of my iPhone. Right. I don't need it. Just put the <laughs> iOS on the sidekick. Yeah, just put iOS on the sidekick, <laughs> and I'm I'm good. I'm, I'm, Gucci, I'm good. I don't need nothing else for life. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean it's you know just as I said, just talking about the advent of th- technology and how it relates to us. Like, so I mean we talked about it in the sense of like beginnings of it and how your relation to, how your relation to technology has grown throughout time. But mm-hmm. for you. Just outside of the tech and outside of, like, the, what's the move, like, socially... So, what do you do? What's your day job? My day job? I am
1: a dean of students Mm -hmm. at an all-boys school. Um, My job, basically, is when the kids are having a rough time in class, um, they come and they talk to me. I help, you know, I talk them off the ledge. I get them back feeling feeling good again because with kids, um, that's another really big passion of mine working with youth because... You got what a lot of people don't understand is like if kids aren't comfortable, if they're hungry, if they're tired, if they anything, if anything's wrong, they can't learn. Right. You can't take in information if you're thinking about being hungry. Definitely. it's just impossible. You can't retain information if you're thinking about sleep. Mm-hmm. It's just not gonna work. So what my job is to is uh making sure these kids are alright, and I think uh, bigger than that though, my job is to create a culture within our school, like. So that we have new kids coming to the school that's like the kids that are already there would tell them, yo, we don't do that here. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. That's not what we do here. We're not into that. We don't. And then, you know, that kid goes, okay, so this is this is the status quo of the community. I'm going to vibe with this. We're creating a culture, you know? Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I do. No, I just, just trying to make important.
0: sure they're okay. <laughs> no, and, and the thing is, like, especially, you know, with working with kids... You get to see how they respond to not just technology, but their environment and oh, how they yeah. grow and how they like taking information. Because um, I was just talking to you know a couple of friends of mine just about like in the sense of like age. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, like like new age kids now. Not to say like we super old, where it's like oh these kids yeah. are crazy. But just in the sense of like the way that they have to interact with technology and social media and all the things that are coming out there. Like we didn't have to experience that. Right. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, they have all these things bombarding with them. So, mm-hmm. stuff like cyberbullying, quote-unquote, you know what I'm saying? All these things affect them on a mental level more than it would us because back in the day, we used to get bullied in real life. <laughs> I'm <not> <laughs> saying <laughs> like, we, we got the real life bullying in real right? life in real time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then
1: that, socially, technology is kind of like... It's and how, how does that affect
0: your job, working with kids? Um...
1: You see it all the time, especially I think I think the biggest example of it is instant gratification. Because mm. uh, let's say you're playing a game on, a, on an iPad. let say a kid's playing a game on an iPad, and they win. Lights, buzzers, everything's going crazy, right? Like, everything's going crazy, and the kid knows, like, I did something right. I did good. Now they're doing something good in real life. If it doesn't come with the lights and the buzzers and the confetti falling and up, everything, they look at it as, oh, well, I didn't do much. Wow. Meanwhile, you just got 100 on your test. But to them, it's like, whatever. It's not, there's no lights. There's no buzzers. There's no... They, kids, and, and, and then on top of that, now, kids want... Maybe, maybe the test was to a dream. Kids now want to be praised for lining up silently. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, we just lined up silently because we knew better. Right, line right up, All right, Get up, line up, stop talking. And we was like, all right, let me, right. me chill out. <laughs> Nowadays, it's like, Mr. Bond... I got online and I was quiet. You were supposed to, right? Right. Uh, do, don't I get a reward? Congratulations, though, <laughs> <old> buddy. <laughs> like, good, good for you. my five! But there, there's like, there's a kid that I'm working with now where he's like, he needs some type of reward. Mm-hmm. He needs some type of tangible reward for everything that he does. Mind you, that he's in second grade and the things he does, like, he doesn't use the bathroom on himself and he reads a page. You know what I'm saying? Like right, it, right. simple a thing. Grade.
0: You're in second grade, bro. Your, your goals are not that much. Like. <laughs>
1: Sorry, like, all you gotta do is all you gotta do is stay alive. Like, all you gotta do your is sit down.
0: Your milestones in second grade are very. Bro, bad. and, and
1: I, I ask that question all the time. Like, we're not asking y'all to do anything y'all can't do. But like, yeah, their their goals and the the expectations we're expecting them to hit, not that crazy. Mm-hmm. But if you don't reward them the same way they're used to being rewarded via the the games and stuff like that. They don't. It doesn't sit with them. They don't understand that that they just did something amazing, that they're doing just fine. So it's like you you see it, but and then also just socially, like kids are so awkward around each other now. Mm -hmm. Like they don't. Instead of perfect example, there were these two kids. We were in the gym and. For whatever reason, I allowed a couple kids to come bring laptops into the gym because I, I know them. They're just not athletic. They don't want to play sports. That's not their thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to force you to play sports or anything. Maybe you are the next, you know, Bill Gates. So I'm going to let you rock with this computer. But then I, I went over to check what they were doing. I'm like, wait, y'all are playing each other on the computer? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, sitting right next to each other, playing each other on the computer. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like It's a whole gym in here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like run around something. I'm not forcing you to play sports, but interact with other kids. They were literally sitting next to each other, playing a game together, not speaking to each other. I didn't realize how damaging that was until that same kid. I asked, he got into a situation with another kid and I asked him to, you know, express yourself. Let that, let, let, you're sitting in front of the, let's mediate this situation. Tell this other kid how you feel. Like he he just made you feel a little upset. Let him know he couldn't do it. It's ruining people's social skills. And we didn't have that. We went out, when we went outside, we was outside talking to kids, playing with kids, running around, interacting with adults, getting in trouble. It's not the same with them. They're okay with just sitting down in front of a screen, not talking to each other they're fine with that and it's like I get it because it's a different it's a different age it's a different era but at the same time like I said with the 90s babies like we have that th- that's un- yeah we have that in between and I think that if we don't if we don't provide a healthy balance for the upcoming generations they're doomed
0: mm-hmm.
1: because the Matrix isn't real yet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you right, can't right. just plug into the Matrix yet. You have to interact with people in real life. Right.
0: But the way technology is running these days. It's making
1: people feel like I don't have to interact with anybody in real life. Right. Somebody said to me the other day, like, yo, you kind of don't have to leave your house if you have an iPhone. If you have the internet, you don't have to leave your house for it. You can work from home, order food, order clothes, order f- furniture, tell people to come visit you. You don't have to leave your house
0: Right. But that's dang as cool as that sounds, right. it's dangerous. Yeah, because we, I mean everything's automated. And it's I think I think what really what it comes down to is we need to become responsible how we use tech. Yeah. Not just like I right. I think I think what it is is that it's so abundant. It's like, mm-hmm. oh I right, this is this, is, everything's at the tips of our fingertips. There's an app for everything. You know what I'm saying? Like the app you got an app too, but it's still, but, I mean, like, <laughs> but, but, nah. but, but everything has a purpose, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But there's literally an app for everything. Literally. And back in the day, you know what I'm saying, obviously you have to go out and do things and whatever, you know, I think just the way we come uh, commodity, like time as a commodity has been so fickle, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like back in the day, it's like, all right, well, we have 24 hours in a day, what's you gonna do with it? Now it's like, all right, 24 hours, I gotta crank so much stuff into this as yes. possible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and with the advent of technology, and just in the sense of just the social standards of how we treat time, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Time is not a luxury anymore. Time is like a hindrance. Right. You know what I mean? So now with these kids, it's like yo, I am not the time to go outside, play, yeah, talk to people. Like I gotta, da-da-da-da-da. I gotta do this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I'm on this computer. Like I, there's a digital playground I'm on right? my. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's how that's how we play now. You know what I'm saying? And not to knock how that is, but to your to your point where it's. Damaging where they don't have that balance. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, you know, when you go to school, you're not you're learning. Not intera- you're not learning from a computer. You're right. learning you're not from like a person. Like, right. an actual person's there. It's not, like, an app teaching you mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? Because if that's the case, then we don't need school. Yeah. Just Google. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everyone. Everybody just, group group, group. Every just it's, to school, and school It's so
1: crazy you say that because we've been having, <laughs> in the school, we have an issue with, like, teachers and students kind of, like, legit just not getting along. Mm. I'm talking about, like, third graders not getting along with their teachers and I, I, mean, I get it, your teachers you get in trouble sometimes, you're mad at your teacher we have kids that straight up just do not like their teachers they don't understand why their teachers move that way and it's like, yo, you don't have social skills right. you don't. You know what I'm saying you're so used to being in front of a screen you don't know how to interact with another human right. and it, I, that's affecting the way you learn it's affecting the way you learn crazy thing I noticed the other day again, like working with kids, you, you get to see growth human just human growth you get to see when people start out and how their brain develops like if you meet a kid when he's in kindergarten and you know him until he gets to 6th grade right. you just watch a human pretty much grow that's a big chunk of his life too right. so it's like damn so I'm like I just I watched you develop it's cha- technology is also changing our anatomy as people mm-hmm. in several ways tech uh, tech
0: 1 and um, <laughs> I don't even try to yeah, yeah, I try, I try so hard to like sit up straight while yeah. I'm on my phone sit up straight or like look straight yep. or like you know not like always mm-hmm. be down. Yeah, but also,
1: um, it's messing up sensory, like people's sen- like people's ability to feel and touch and grasp things. Mm-hmm. Think about it like this: when you hold your phone, what are your st- what are the strongest fingers supporting your phone? Yeah. Your pinky, pinky. right? Mm-hmm. Your pinky and your uh, ring finger. Those are your strongest, right. cause those are the ones you use right here, right? So that means that strength is no longer in your pointer and your thumb. There's not as much strength. Exactly. When kids, I've noticed that so many kids in my program, I don't have a pen on me right now, they hold pens like this. People who can't see it, I'm holding the pen with just my thumb along all four of my fingers. They hold the pens like this, right. and that's how they write. You know what I'm saying? And I, I always questioned why. And one day I asked the kid, I told the kid to hold it right away. He said, it, it's weird when I hold it like that. It hurts. Mm. Because he doesn't have the muscle, the muscle memory within his hand to hold the pencil the way we've been taught. Right. So I'm like, yo, that's really changing. The There's so many kids are writing like that. And I'm, think, I'm thinking it's just one or two kids. You know, maybe they had some, you know, they're a little delayed as far as sensory. But no, that's just the way they're, Bodies are developing, right? That's, their, their anatomy is changing
0: before our eyes. That's that's like, <laughs> just my glow. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's like low key human evolution, like taking effect due to generation. Yo,
1: son, it's crazy to me. It blows right. my mind. It blows my mind. But it's, it's like we're at a special place where we can either us, our generation, we right. can either embrace it
0: mm-hmm.
1: or we can try to correct it. I think we'll have a lot harder time trying to correct it.
0: I think, yes, you're right. Correcting it may not be the issue. I think we just need to introduce a different way. hmm You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing's going to stop us from taking the iPads or taking right. the technology out of their hands. But it's like, yo, considering that we're in the middle of a very extreme time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And especially being that sweet spot of generations between... Not having and having, mm-hmm. we can appreciate. We it's just a matter of teaching these kids now how to appreciate the fact that there's there's two there's two worlds. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's the digital world that you're tuned into all the time to get whatever, and then there's the actual world where people can socialize and stuff like that. Which kind of ties back into what's moved because it's like just the evolution of how people go out is different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, look, I I didn't grow up going to the club, yeah. but like back in the day, club was a club. Mm-hmm. You know. Go have fun, dancing, music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a vibe. Yeah. That's when vibes the vibes were vibes. Yeah. And I was like, go. And it's out. like one type of vibe. It wasn't right, really right, like right. all these type of special
1: events and specialty events. So I was like, yo, we going to the club. a right. Party. Yeah. It's, it's just a just party. A, we're gonna like, drinking. We gonna be dancing. Gonna have a good time. It's gonna be music. Exactly now right. it's like I'm going out to a book club. <laughs> I'm going remember, out to a painting like, sip. Mac because
0: I mean, but, but not, even, not even I'm not even just talking about the variety of going mm-hmm. out. I'm talking about like. The club scene now. Oh you know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah, it's just like, all right, you in a club, you are just on the phones, they're just doing. Oh you. yeah, and and once I'm again, that's it. That. <laughs> so now it's like the irony is that all right, you have an app called What's Move, where mm-hmm. it's like, yo, these are different things to do. Yeah. But then when people actually go out and do the things, they're not really doing anything because they're and they're on their phone, caught up ironically in the app that probably got them there in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's okay. So I think about that often. Man. It's okay. So it's crazy. We're like yeah. creating the whole monsters now. Yeah. No, not not to say it's your fault, but it's it's. What's I, 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 I kind of have to take partial blame for it if that, if that does. I mean, we all do. Uh,
1: yeah, 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 we all kind of have, know, have, have, have a, a, a hand in all of what's going on with technology and the way people are adapting to it. I think it's just, um, I think the most important part is the balance. Mm. Just, just having that balance. Like really. anything, too much of anything is not good. Absolutely. You know what I mean, like, because you can easily say someone who doesn't use social media or use the iPhones and stuff. It's like, yo, bro,
0: you're kind of behind. And that, while, wow, so, oh, the conversation keep going. <laughs> um, so, when you interact with people that don't use social media, yes, on some real raw initial shit, like, how do you see them? Is is, is like, is it like an initial judgment, or is just like, okay, I understand. It was like. Not, Media.
1: not so much a judgment, but I do have an understanding that they're not, we're not, we're, we're not on the same page. Right. Not to say we're not reading the same book, but we're definitely not on the same page. Right. Because, and you can even look at it as, as deep as just certain cultures on s- s- different social medias. Twitter's culture is more like a snapback, quick, witty, that type of culture. Instagram is more of a slower show. Like, we're showing more visual than anything else. And that's kind of like dealing with people without social media. It's kind of like you just, their learning style is different. Their interaction style is different because they they aren't exposed to all of these. It's kind of like, it's kind of like if you leave, you got two people, right? one person is trapped in a room with nothing, and another person is trapped in a room with books. Mm-hmm. And one day when they finally meet, you know what, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, that interaction is going to be kind of, uh, yeah. you don't know about that? Like, oh, that's crazy. Like, why, how, how come you don't know? Or why, where were you when this happened? Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, it's but so much you can discuss. It's but so much you can communicate with. But I do feel like people who aren't using social medias or using technology, moving forward with the times, that you are kind of getting left behind. Right. Because these times, are, d- d- technology's not going to stop. Right.
0: Technology's not going to stop. But, I mean, th- so for example, my sister, she doesn't. she's not on social media like mm-hmm. that, right? But the way she, the way that she consumes information, for example, she has a group chat, which clearly gives all the secrets. I, be, I be, like <laughs> A woman's group chat has nuclear weapon secrets in exactly. it and everything, like they got everything. <laughs> so the fact that she's able to get all the stuff from like social media from... Like, her group chat is one thing. And then she watches, like, TV. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We still have TV in the house. Like, even as much as technology will advance forever, I feel like TV, this is one of those platforms that will never, like, die. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, someday, somehow, some way, we still get excited when we see somebody we know on TV. Or even with streaming platforms. All I was just about platforms. to say,
1: streaming is, like, streaming is trying to nudge TV out, but it won't. It won't. It won't.
0: It won't. People... Look on Black Friday, people are still gonna be trying to go. You for see seven. what I'm saying, yo? Know, <laughs> I said that the other day.
1: People <laughs> no. are like, no, nobody really watches TV anymore. Then how nah, come TVs man. are like the one of the number one things people buy on Black like Friday? Because
0: stats, yeah. Because they're, wa- they're watching TV. I mean, even if you're taking the TV to put the streaming on, still like the physical. You need a TV. Of a you TV. need TV. a screen, right? Yeah, you need a screen. You need that monitor for something. You know what I'm saying? And if you're not watching streaming, you're watching something else, like yeah. streaming probably replaces TV in a sense. Cable probably, TV. Right. More cable than AM, it yeah. just replaces cable yeah, TV. Traditionally. Yeah. like, like people, You're still going to be hooked with streaming screen at some point. Because
1: now every channel has a streaming pl- platform. Correct. HBO. So like All those things have their own streaming platforms. They, so it's they, like, they, they I they don't...
0: They think they're low with that, too. <laughs> you said what? No, they think they're low with that. Like, yeah, they think they, they are. Mean, yeah, cable's gone and now all these streaming platforms bro. replace it. Yeah, they think they low Son,
1: but it's, that's part of technology, man. It's, yeah. it's going to keep evolving. It's going to keep changing.
0: And but, but yeah but we'll ask you you know th- this is a question I usually tie in with the series itself but um, like what, what's your what motivates you to get up every day and make the best of it just just
1: a need for more like just a hunger for more um, I grew up in the Bronx I didn't I didn't I grew up in the Bronx and the projects in the Bronx I didn't have much growing up uh, you know, my mom's just made it look good. <laughs> like black that's only black mothers could do, you know what I'm saying? But um she made it look good and then I went off to college. I got kicked out of every college I went to, and then I came back home to, you know, living in my aunt's house, but you know, sleeping on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I think about that those times, and that's 2010 matter of fact. I think about that period in my life so much because I went from sleeping on the floor to sleeping on the couch. To sleeping back on the floor to sleeping on a different couch to sleeping on an air mattress to you know having my own bed now and having my own home now and it, you know what I'm saying like my own spot and it's like had I had I not had that hunger I would have still been on the floor or I would have been comfortable on the couch and I just think that you know I want more I want more for myself and I want to help the people around me I want to make sure because while I'm sleeping on the floor, think about it like this. If I'm sleeping on the floor, that means every other place to sleep is taken. Meaning there's too many damn people in the house. Word. You feel me? So it's like, I grew up around people who also didn't have much. And I, before I leave this earth, one thing one thing about me, also, I don't ever want to be forgotten. I don't. I want a statue of me somewhere in this city. I don't care where, but y'all got to have to put me somewhere. <laughs> but I don't want to be forgotten, and I want to make sure that the people around me have every opportunity that, you know, is, is a God given right. I want everybody to be able, everybody, like my little cousin, for example, she's she's twenty she's twenty two now and she's just now starting to get into running her own business. And to her, she's like, oh it's gonna be hard work. I say, yeah it's gonna be hard work, but I'm not gonna let you I'm not gonna let you struggle. I'm not gonna let you fail. I got all these resources. You really think I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying, not pass them along. And it's like I want to make sure that the people coming after me are good. I want to make sure that the people coming up around me are good. Also, on top of that, I want to open my own school. I want to open my own program, my own charter school and shit. Because I know, I know what I have. I know I have like just, a, a, if not a gift of gab, just a gift of helping people and putting helping people get to the to where they want to be. I just want to help people, and I know for a fact that the only way I'm going to be able to do that is if I'm on top of my game. So I I got to get up. You know what I'm saying? When I, I when I hit the gym at Five in the morning, I gotta get up. I gotta get to work. I gotta save money. I I gotta do things a certain way because if I want this type of life, if I want to create and I want to build and I want to help, there's just things I gotta do. So you you gotta you gotta find your you gotta find your thing. You gotta find the thing that that pushes you and makes you want to keep going. Because once you find it, you're not gonna lose it. Once if something wakes you up in the morning and something gets you up out of bed, it will always have that it will always have the power to do that. You just gotta accept it. You gotta open yourself up to it. But you'll always, you know what I'm saying? So to make a long answer a little bit shorter, I just want, I want to build and I want to create and I wanna help people around me. And I can't do that laying in bed. I can't do that feeling sorry for myself. I can't do that wasting my time. So you know, when my alarm goes off. I get up. I have my days where I be like, oh, I hate this shit. <laughs> but like everybody else, yeah. matter of fact, this morning I almost called out of work. <laughs> but then I'm like, yo, you know what? You know what made me go to work though? It's so crazy. I said all of that. What made me go to work is I made a promise to a kid yesterday, and I was like, damn, I gotta go. Cause I told this little nigga I was. Gonna, <laughs> I told work. this little nigga I was gonna do this yeah. for him, and I can only imagine the type of day he's gonna have if I don't do this for him. Let, I can't let him down. I can't do that to him. He, he, he You know what I'm saying? Like He ain't doing nothing. He's not bothering nobody. I can't let him down. You, you can't let down the people around you. You got to keep building. You got to keep going because the people around you deserve it. I always say I'm, 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 I'm long-winded. No, no, no. It's fine. I always say I know I'm going to be successful. I know I'm going to be a millionaire. I know I'm going to have all, everything I've ever wanted because my mom deserves it. My mom deserves to wake up and not have to go to work. So if... if you know she deserves it. She and she's a hustler herself. Like she, she had a shoe store. She, you know, my mom just tried to do a little bit of everything. All I'm saying, like my mom's is willing to work that hard, and she deserves that lifestyle. I gotta get my ass up so that she can have it. You know, so it's it's just a, it's really selfless, I think. Cause I, Taki's fine sitting in the room, smoking, chilling, relaxing. Like I I don't I don't need much but the people around me need the world. So I got to
0: get it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Minutes Heard. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and follow or subscribe to Minute Maid New York on Facebook, Instagram, and on YouTube.